Costs We Make, the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and joining me as always, my good friend and co-host, Mr. Ethan Carter. What is up, Vincent? You're back. I'm back. I'm back. I know. I'm, I'm really <laughs> bummed I missed last week um, just because they're <laughs> two of my favorite people. But you and Kit nailed it, and uh, it was a great episode. So, well, I, as I as I said last week, you know, when when you're not here, when you're not here, people have said, and this is not, you know, a knock on anyone who has filled in for you, but people have said many times that their favorite their favorite co-host when you're not here is Kit. Yeah. So I just told Kit, I'm like, listen. You're just going to have to be on Ethan cleanup duty now exactly. going forward. Like, that's I, it. I, know, I hope he knows what he's signing up for. Cause yeah, I, been... like, I said, look, if people are actually, um, we're not a big enough podcast to make the listeners angry. So if people are specifically asking for you, then we got to give the people what they want. Exactly. No, he's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We've, and we've been going back and forth. We got to, uh, we got him and I need to do a collab cause we live so close together and, mm-hmm. and it just, it's, it's a no brainer. I mean, with all the crazy stuff that he does, I like, I don't know. It's it super fun. So yeah, I, I I hope to do that soon. But so he'll fill in that way with that doesn't make any sense. But I, yes, he's I an amazing guy. Told, Thank you, Kit, for stepping in. Uh, it was awesome. So I already told um I already told Brooke that um I'm definitely coming out there once oh, nice. the house is sold and I'm in my new place. The first thing I'm doing the following weekend is I'm coming out there. Awesome. Yeah. No. Uh, we I was talking to her. We were gonna do. Uh, she wants to do like a like a you know bonfire kind of thing um oh. with you know uh with crafts by dre and man made and ma that i was talking about that i didn't make 48 they've been they've been hanging out so she's like we got to organize a uh you know a campfire hangout yeah so yeah i think it. that would be awesome i mean that i don't want to just fun. invite myself to anything but i know i also oh, know she... that i also know that brooke listens yes yeah no so. she yeah yeah, it'll be yeah. It, 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 no brainer. We got, definitely got to do that before it gets too, too cold. Yeah. And well, that's the problem. I don't know if my stuff's going to settle down yeah. before it gets too if, cold. If not, if not, we'll do it early spring. For those of you that have been following along, for those of you that have been following along, we got an offer on the house over the weekend. Mm-hmm. We accepted the offer. We made a counter offer. They came, they met us on it. So we accepted the offer this morning. The inspection is tomorrow as this episode drops. Hopefully we'll have contract in hand next week. And by the end of the year, I will be out of this house. Awesome, man. Congratulations. Yeah. <sighs> Sending good vibes. Everyone send good vibes. To, I am so exhausted. Oh, I, I can't I, even imagine. I was telling I was telling my bestie that the exhausting part of this hasn't even been the process of selling the house and getting the house ready. The most exhausting part of the house has been the constant cleaning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> keeping it. I know. It's. I, I mean, look. Let's be honest, right? The average person cleans their house once a week, maybe twice a week, right? Yeah. I had to clean it. Yeah. And 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 to to her credit, Beth kept up with it also, but we were basically every single day. Like every yeah. morning, part of my morning ritual was to clean the house, you know, dust it, just make sure that everything's good. And you know, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, our cleaning lady was would come once a week. Yeah. But do even the, that do like deep cleaning stuff. Yeah, yeah, but you still, you know. It's crazy, yeah. Dust balls and a cobweb here and there. And you're like, is that going to stop the house from selling? And the the answer is, of course, it's not going to stop the house from selling. But you have strangers walking through your house, like looking at all your crap. You don't want any excuse. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so it's funny. When I moved down down here, so I moved in to Bettina's house, and then we we bought the house together. And so I had a condo. And so, I mean, so I basically moved out of my place and just lived down here. So I was never there. But to your point, I had to stop by my condo a couple, you know, every other day at least to, to do exactly that, just to do a quick spot clean. Right. Yeah. Just, just make just, sure it's crazy. It's nuts. But. Like I got, I was very, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit probably over the top with it, but like in the morning, 
I wouldn't leave a dish in the sink. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Make sure the right. dishwasher was yep. empty and put everything, hide everything in the dishwasher. You yep. know, yep. you know, we we live. There's there's a quarter acre of woods behind us, so obviously there's there's mice. You know, you mm-hmm. can't stop it when you're that close to the woods. But like, I'm very self conscious about making sure that they see that the mouse traps are just put away. Like I have those. Right like non-kill ones. So they're like up on the fridge, like in the back, but they're not obviously in a position to catch mice. They're just like, in case we have any, they're here, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you think about all these things, like what are they going to do if they see a mouse trap? Well, they're going to look in the back and they're going to see a quarter of acre, a quarter acre of woods. And they're going to go, Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But- and anyone that's, lived anywhere ever understand <laughs> basically that, yeah. it was the same thing like when we had after the two hurricanes and you know the basement had water in it oh, right and i was telling our real estate guy i'm like i'm panicking over the water in the basement he goes you do realize that every house on your street has water in the basement right now right i'm like oh yeah he goes don't worry no one's gonna look at water in your basement and go you have water in your basement it's kind of normal after two hurricanes to have some water in your basement well and, and the people that would are going to find something else wrong anyway so right and that's what and i was telling beth before i was like because she's never sold a house she's bought a house obviously this one she's never sold a house i said when they come thursday for the inspection the inspection the whole point of the inspection is to find reasons to give you less money that's right. that's really the reason i said so just be prepared they're going to want it they're going to want to take money off that offer anyway so mm-hmm. whatever Luckily, but that's we awesome, can be man. flexible. I'll, yeah, be, uh, I'll be sending good thoughts uh, your way yes, on Thursday. For, so. for those of y'all that keep sending good vibes, keep them coming because yeah. they're working. It's it's happening. <laughs> it's <laughs> happening. You know what else is happening? We have a podcast and we have guests. We have we have guests. Plural. Oh, plural. We have guests. We yeah yeah. We went to the um, the husband and wife well. Um, <laughs> Here's a funny story. So I love I love that every single guest that comes on, there's a story, right, of how they came to be on the podcast. So our guest this week, who I won't tell you who it is just yet, but you already know because you saw the title. But um, our guests this week were on my list of people who, like, I had to get them on. They've been on that list pretty much since I discovered their channel, which is oddly enough around the time this podcast started. I rem- If I remember correctly, I'm just going to click real quick um yeah pretty close pretty close to it because i've been watching their channel since the beginning and i'm like this is these guys i i gotta talk to them on the podcast like <laughs> i gotta talk to them on the podcast and one day i'm sitting in the discord and i see they joined our discord and i'm like o m g are you I've got kidding? them trapped Like, yeah, well, no, that's exactly what happened. So I cornered one of them, (laughs) not really. And I said, hey, um, you know, maybe one day if you're available, you know, you come on. And we ended up with them here. So we have, we have, believe it or not, we have the amazing Nicole and Turi from, uh, I can't talk all of a sudden, from One Geek's Craft, the fantastic YouTube channel and excellent Instagram account. What's going on, guys? Hi. Hi. It's going good. (laughs) It's going definitely cornered me. <laughs> I remember. I remember my response being, "I have a microphone." <laughs> I, I, I was like, I, I, I think it went something like, "Hey, if you happen to have a microphone," and you said, "I happen to have a microphone." It's like, and if you happen to have Monday nights available, it's like, "We happen to have Monday nights available." I'm like, "Well, then maybe you might want to be a guest on the podcast." And well, we've never been a guest on. A, I'm like, "Excellent, yes, this is the magic word." So, welcome aboard, guys. Hey, thanks. It's. Pleasure what? to be here. Yeah, we're happy to be here. Vincent, it's, how many people do you think are, this is their first podcast? Because obviously, it was this mine. is actually not our first podcast. Okay, it's not. Okay, we, we've been on two other ones before. Gotcha. Okay, 
I thought I remembered that, but you know what? I've get, been getting that so much lately. I'm starting to like, my brain is starting to cross over guests because we book them far enough in advance where when I hear that, I go, yes, okay, cool. And then it's like, oh, wait, did you say that? Or was that the other person <laughs> who said that? We haven't been on a podcast in like a year. Oh, yeah, good. it's been a minute. It's, it's been a minute. <laughs> so Excellent. we're not very practiced. We'll see how yeah. it goes. <laughs> hey, it, believe me, it's it. you can't be any worse than the hosts. Yeah. So it, it should be fine. <laughs> Truth. Um, you guys, one of, one of the best parts about your channel is something that I've been really obsessing on thi- on not being as true as people say it is. And that's the, the niching down concept. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I love about your channel is that you've not backed yourself into a corner for sure of like doing a specific thing. Like when, when oh, you that's got- on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and I love, I love that you are keeping a wide range of stuff and a wide range of skills and, I'm just wondering if that was if it evolved into that or it was always intended to be that. So I don't think it intended to be anything, frankly. Oh, okay. uh, so at, at first, uh, when Geeks Craft, act, the name itself actually comes from an Etsy store I set up in college when I was selling paper art oh. uh, in like 2012, and then I let it sit dormant for. I don't know, like seven years or yeah, something. Yeah, until we started. And then up, yeah. one year, I just decided that I wanted to spend our tax yeah. refund money on a Glowforge. <laughs> and then I decided that, hey, content's a thing. I can <laughs> I can take pictures of things. And then I told Turi that I think I want to make a YouTube video after uh, Donovan, who's been on here before, after Donovan mm-hmm. like started mm-hmm. sharing one of our projects in like 2019 or something like that. And uh, he just said, hey, these people are really good. I'm like, I am good. You're right. I, like, I, do, I, I think I can do this. And, and then, you know, I'm a former salesperson. So like uh, modesty is, is key. Um, but like the whole journey, I've had Turi along the way where he's just really become part of the fold with all the art stuff I want to do, where he takes on so much responsibility behind the scenes. And now we're finally bringing him to the foreground. Um, and making them sure our projects are more like collaborative between both of us. So that's kind of where we've gotten to from where we started. Your your skill sets work well together too, right. because I noticed that Turi is more. And I, by the way, this is what I see. I could be completely mm-hmm. perceiving this wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. But Turi, you're you're kind of like the technical guy, and she's and Nicole, you're more of the artsy person. And yeah, that's and uh, that's accurate. <laughs> okay, good. Right. Yeah, no, it's pretty much just how it how it comes out on video is 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 how it is, which um, is perfect. Yeah, yes, it works so well together. It's yeah, and then we just we consistently get comments of people wanting to see more of Turi, and it's just like, okay, fine, I get it. He's beautiful, <laughs> and you want to see him, but like, I'm also so then here. him and his long flowing locks did a whole Dude. video on headphones just so he could take beauty shots with his long flowing locks. I'm telling you, that's, that was on purpose. But see, I, I think I, I think embracing the fact that you guys have different skill sets is also really like it's a, a good thing. I, I was um, what was the video? What was it? The one about um, the crafts five minute crafts. Like the, mm-hmm. the, oh, yeah. oh, the ramen one, the ramen. <laughs> yeah. one. And, and I'm using that coaster right now. Yeah, we're now. looking at oh the coaster God. right now. Well, and, and the co- the actual the coaster that when you guys did it, actually, I was like, that was really cool. Like, I really like that. But it was like so dumb, like that. But the way of playing it off, like he didn't have experience, and so because of that, it was kind of like a, a first time experience. It, I don't know. Yeah. It just it works. It's a it's a it's a cool dynamic to be able to have someone genuinely try something that you know how to do. Yeah. And try it for the first time, or not the first time necessarily. And that's right. very, it's very genuine because, right, exactly. like, I, yes. I have such a deep interest in like learning how to do every type of little nitty gritty art style 
And Turi, while he's interested in, I don't think you're as interested as I am, where like I would sit there and paint hundreds of trees on a map because I'm insane. Uh, <laughs> well, right. I think to- part of that is that you get really excited about it on the digital side, and then you don't realize what you're doing to yourself uh, yeah, that's later. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you get through it. So I'm, it's, gonna, it's I, I'm not going to lie, that comes through. Like yeah. in your videos, <laughs> there is a certain amount of that that you can see. Like I always feel like Nicole is like, "This is such a great idea! I'm so excited!" And then the assembly goes, and something goes, and you can almost. I don't know. There's just a vibe of like, what am I doing? Well, that, that happens all the time. Like if you saw our Instagram post from today of the Skyrim map that's currently on my table, not assembled yet. Oh boy. Uh, I have, I have regrets, but it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. We're in that w- weird phase where it's not done yet. So we don't have like that. Uh, we can't look back on it and be like, oh yeah, that was crazy. We're in the crazy part. Currently. Yeah. yeah. You're, right. You're like, what did we do? Yeah. <laughs> It is pretty damn massive. I mean, I what, how how oh, it's three feet by five. Oh my lord! Yeah, it's really big, and it's already a huge mistake. And it's no. gonna be great. I, I, I <laughs> and it's gonna be great. I love it. I think, I think what we've learned in the past is really is paying off on this one. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's gonna come together, and it will be available to all of our Patreon members on eleven eleven. Very nice. There you I go. love. I love that you i i know you're i know you don't niche down but i do love how many maps you've made like yeah i i i really it's it's funny because if i had to describe you to someone who's only seen a couple of your videos like yeah they make geeky stuff like really cool geeky stuff and they do these really awesome maps yeah and you go what <laughs> like, right yeah. i mean that definitely is kind of if we were to uh, niche down like that. I, it It'd would be definitely fantasy be cartography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great um, way to put it. Fantasy cartography. I love that. Yes. Is that, like, is that a term? Because if it's not, it should be. It, should it definitely be. is. It's for people that actually will create like D and D maps or okay, do that kind of thing. But like, I just really like maps in general. I I've always been interested in maps, uh, like mini maps in video games, or just even mini maps in real life, like with Google Maps. Mm-hmm. I think they're horribly interesting to like stare at a map. And then when I got the glow for it, I'm like, I can, I can like, I can do this. But so now I sit and hand draw all of them. I have learned so much. I've learned so much about the overall process, watching you do the, the layered framing in the, with the Glowforge, like printing the different layers of stuff, then putting it together and then doing the resin for the water. And just, I've actually used things that I've learned from your videos for different kinds of projects, but I love how much I've gathered from just watching your videos. Like I'm not making fantasy maps, Mm -hmm. but watching the techniques of how the the enterprise one is a perfect example. That was just one of my favorite projects that you ever did. Well, Vincent, we've, and we've said that we say this so often and, and you know, it's, it's definitely something I think we both aspire to be as well is that's, that's what makes a good YouTube channel. In my opinion Mm -hmm. is not somebody that's really teaching exactly how to do the thing that they're doing. It's more about, doing the thing and 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 having people take tidbits or techniques out of that yeah. mm-hmm. because because there's if you if you if you are only teaching the thing how to do the thing that you're doing you're it's going to be really small group of people that actually do that right but right. if you have a broader if you can if it's more about the techniques and the thought process and all that your audience is going to be huge because they'll learn even if even if it's through kind of subconsciously osmosis that kind of you know that kind of learning so yeah for sure Right. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's, that's kind of the way, at. yeah, that's kind of what we try to aim for is, um, cause doing, actually doing a full how to video 
is really so hard. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so ours are much more like how we did it kind of mm-hmm. video. So it, it's kind of like we're, we're showing somewhat detailed parts of the process, but not breaking it down to such a point where um, it kind of becomes clumsy for us to, to do. Yeah. And, and frankly, like I, that's why I say that we have the files available on Patreon. Cause that's like their opportunity to, go ahead and try it. And here's a good starting point. Right. Like here's right. a place where you can actually try this. But if you want to talk to us about how to do it, message us. We're around. Yeah. 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 You, you, you guys are, you guys are really into, you can do this. Like though you're, you're, you seem to, it's not, it's, I know, I know Tori, you just said that this, it's about how we do it. But right. I also I also pick up a lot of this. But we want you to try this too. Yeah, yeah. Like this mm-hmm. is not this is not something we do, and you get to watch us. This is something we do, so you can kind of see the rough estimation of all the things that you'll hate yourself for trying. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, you could go on and try it yourself later, which I, is is yeah, great. I think that comes from we've only been kind of uh, pushing making stuff like this for a short time. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those. Well, if we're doing it. <laughs> What's keeping anybody else from doing it? So <laughs> yeah, like, why right. would we? Why are we so special that we're the only ones? It's like, no, it's like we we've just been doing it for a little bit, and well, there's you know. And, and I've said it before. I think one of the biggest things and biggest hurdles for people is that feeling of of not being able to do it. And I think the people and a lot of people in our space are the opposite of that. They're you know almost to a fault sometimes of. We think we can, you know, we can do it. We'll, we'll we figure it out. It makes, and, but it, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's really helpful for people that aren't that way to to see people not know everything or not do things perfectly or or figure it out as they go because it's like mm-hmm. all right they're not perfect they're not the master craftsman you know blah 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 that knows everything and and it, you know it breaks down that barrier of entry yeah yeah i mean and I, we've shown a couple in a couple videos where like things have gone wrong mm-hmm. um in kind of drastic ways and we keep that in to to some point because it's important to know like all these videos of these time-lapse things, like everything's just working out exactly the way it's supposed to. It's like, that's never how it goes. Right. Yeah, my right. mental breakdowns aren't usually in the YouTube videos. But, they <laughs> but the, the reasons usually. why they're there are usually there. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, you know, it's funny, Terry. I was actually wondering at what point you were going to snap <laughs> after you put all that work into the headphones and then you tried them out and you're like, oh, these suck. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> my god. I, I, I thought he was gonna snap. I was oh, sitting there. I saw him like shoving clay into them, like oh, what yeah. is going on? Right. Why are you doing this? Trying to tune them. I was like, was, oh, this isn't working. I remember I, I was watching that video and I had I was I was eating lunch. I had I was eating lunch at work, so I put the video on and I'm watching the video and I'm like, oh my god, he's insane. Like, okay, <laughs> I wonder if this is gonna work. I wonder if this is gonna work. And I'm like right. waiting for the big reveal, and you're like, and they sound all right. And I'm like, yeah, are you kidding me? They sound all right. Like all that work in fusion, all this, all this planning, all this. Turned out headphones sound- are really hard to make, oh, yeah, who- but they right. sound great now. Well, yeah. So I, after, after kind of spoiler alert, but changing the, um, changing the drivers uh, mm-hmm. to a different one, which is what I probably should have grabbed first, but uh, those, it definitely helped. Okay. And um, yeah, they, they end up sounding pretty good now. Um, but I mean, it's not like, they're not. You don't have years in development, right? I'm not. I'm not. An, I'm not. A, a, I don't know what the technical term for somebody that designs that kind of stuff is, but I, I'm not crazy. that guy. The technical term is crazy. Right. <laughs> uh, well, very really specific wanted... engineer, and I am not that. But I. That was kind of part of it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of 
I think we kind of mentioned before, but uh, where you'll see people like, I don't know how to do this, but we're going to try it anyways. That's Mm -hmm. we're like that a lot. (laughs) We're really like that. Like you wanted to learn fusion. You're like, I'm going to build a computer case. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I had very little (laughs) knowledge and that was like a big push to learn it and then make a thing, um, which now I would do completely different, but that's how it goes. But yeah, Um, that's, that's the, that's part of the learning process, right? right? Like, and I love, I, you know, this reminds me, this dovetails nicely with, if you haven't listened to this week's episode of Clamp yet, um, this dovetails very nicely with what they were talking about, which is the beginner mindset. With the beginner mindset of being, you know, of not going in with preconceived notions and just taking a stab at doing something, you know, where if, if, some, if you sat down and said, you know, here's a bunch of materials, how do I make headphones? And, you know, you start reading all that's involved, you would instantly go, yeah, I'm not doing this. Like, right. I'm not doing this. You know, like if you had like the enterprise and you had a bunch of fiddly little lines pointing to different components of it, you'd have to be insane to try to complete that project and put it in resin and all that. You'd have to be insane, but you just go for it and you just do it and you deal with all the craziness afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, I think that that mindset, if you can channel that, to not do dumb things and just do things that you have notions about difficulty, but could later find out like, Oh yeah, you know what? Maybe I didn't get it right the first time, but I learned a hell of a lot that I don't need to have it all figured out before I take a stab at it. Like yeah. I, I think that's what I loved about the headphone video. Cause I mean, I, I think you probably had more figured out than you let on that you had figured out, but I still felt like we were going on the journey with you, which I really, really liked. I can say I think you were on you were on the path with us as he was learning that things were going wrong. How, what what's the time? So you guys, I if I and I think I'm right about this. I could be completely wrong. You guys don't have like a regular release schedule for videos, no. right? Right. I ain't got time so, for that. I work a real job. <laughs> no, you too, huh? Um, yeah. <laughs> but as far as like, so that how long does an average build? take you know i know average is a dumb word to use when you're doing no, 52 not, different things dumb. but like uh, it's i think when it comes to us uh because i'm i'm in a project manager by trade uh and <laughs> i uh will actually keep about three projects going at a time so oh, that okay. way we have like a steady release schedule so like right now we have three active projects going on as it stands mm-hmm. uh, be in the before times before turi and i really started working more together on things uh, Turi would have like some bigger project, like the headphones of the computer that he was working in Fusion for a couple months, and, and I'd be Nicole pumping out like, like ten in that time. <laughs> yeah, but I think that kind of plays into like that beginner mindset that they were talking about before, where I'm the kind of mindset that just jumps in, like let's do this, and you're the kind of mindset that's like that seems a lot. That seems like a lot. That seems <laughs> difficult. But then now you've shifted completely. Uh, like I think your brain has changed a lot with how we more used to harmonious do maybe. Yeah, I you think know, right. So. Well, we're we're learning to work together yeah. in that way mm-hmm. better too. We're off-brand Nerdforge. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Nerdforge. So that's my that's my life goal. Well it's it's funny because <laughs> Nicole will come with like these big ideas and then mm-hmm. I'm which which are really, always really cool. And then I'm kind of a rational thinker so I try to like break down and uh, not attack, but we like go back and forth on on how like that would be accomplished and then maybe we change the scale of whatever it is or, mm-hmm. or that kind of stuff. Um, which I think is really useful. Yeah, but to go back to the main point, at at the end of the day, really, we try to keep a video coming out like every two weeks is my ideal. Like every 15 days, I want a video to come out. But I also understand that we are human beings with real jobs and have mental statuses that need to like stay in check. Of course. Um, So I'm not going to shove that down our throats if we need to take a break. How was so I 
you, as far as doing this stuff together, you said you had your Etsy channel where you're doing paper crafting beforehand. Mm-hmm. How was it to kind of start working on this stuff together? And what have you had to change about your personalities to mesh better? Because I mean, like I said, it does seem, and again, this is only from the outside. I could, again, be completely wrong about this, but it does seem like you do have very different personalities. We and have incredibly different personalities. Okay, good. Okay, so I'm perceiving this correctly. So <laughs> yes. what did, what kind of adaptations have you made to make working together on stuff like this a little more harmonious for you? I can say we have very different personalities, but we are also, in like, we're completely best friends in the fact that we can spend all day, every day together. So I think that really helps. Yeah. And we haven't had to change too much. Um, it's more just kind of understanding what process we want to take to get to the end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and whose skills are best at completing a certain task at a given time. Right. I think. Yeah. yeah. We're just kind of, we're just getting more efficient at kind of understanding um, who should do what and then uh, timing on what needs to get done. We're not like yeah, you're I, never going to do social media because you would rather never. Yeah, I that. not. I'm not too big into the social stuff. Um, well, I so figured Nicole that because every time I've chatted with y'all on Instagram, it's Nicole. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because Turi doesn't even have Instagram on his phone. Yeah, so like, I, if I, you I, ever I, were to go up to Turi and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm this channel," he'd be like, "Okay, great." Well, I'd be like, "Cool." <laughs> have I met you? Because if I haven't met you, I have no idea who you are. Yeah, <laughs> and even then, I might not have no any idea who you but are. That's that's where our personalities play into our strengths. Like. Mm-hmm. I'll never sit there for 17 hours and make something in Fusion because I just don't care. You will in Inkscape, though. I will in Inkscape. That's so, different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you okay. stay on the computer a lot. It's just different types of things. Yeah. That's it. That's, I mean, man, when you can, when you can kind of find a way to like Wonder Twin Powers activate your freaking mm-hmm. skill sets and your personalities, like it's, it's usually hard. Like when you hear people talk about the difference in skills, like, yeah, we had a major adaptation a period, period and we fight a lot, but in the end, we kind of get there. And I, I, I genuinely don't get that from you guys. I get that, like, oh, I can imagine you guys sitting down there, deciding on a project, making a list of all the tasks it's going to take, and then assigning each other kind of, yep, you're going to do this, 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 and this, and I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this is the date, pin it on the wall, and we just keep looking at that list until the project is done. It's Close. a little loosey-goosey Yeah, than it's, that. it's not quite <laughs> as organized as that, but, okay. in, but it, essentially... Yes. It's not too far away. Cool. No, I love that. I love I love that you're able to I love that you're able to harness your differences. I mean, Turi, when I see you working in Fusion, I am I am like very jealous because as much as I know Fusion, watching you work in it, it's like Man, you just you move. (laughs) When you showed the uh the sensor on the costumes. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, I couldn't find a good one, so I made it. And I'm like, that just blows my mind. Whenever he pulls that out of nowhere, it's like (laughs) okay. Yeah, I it's I I think I've gotten to the point, and it's completely like mostly self taught, and probably learned the wrong way. But you know, I get to the end point. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's I mean, I'm getting much more comfortable with it, to where I can really just kind of think of like a thing and get get there, which is uh, kind of amazing. I'm 
Yeah, it's still fairly new to me. Um, I feel competent in fusion, but there's a lot of times where I feel like a complete idiot. I'm not even going to lie. Like I, it, very few programs I use regularly make me feel as stupid as Fusion does. Like Fusion literally makes me feel like an idiot. I feel so similar to you. Right? It's unbelievable. And then whenever I say that, Terry's going to instantly be like, "No, no, don't say that." I just You'll don't want you to it. have the. You don't have to have a negative thing prophecy because I oh, think. No. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I, that's, I'm, you know, maybe I'm just speaking for me, but I don't actually think of it negatively. I just know that, okay, so there was a time, there was a time way back in the olden days before I really understood how to do a lot of stuff with Illustrator, where if I wanted to trace an image, for example, I would bring it into Fusion as a, re- as a canvas and trace it in Fusion because I knew the tools so much better. Yeah. But now I do that in Illustrator, and I'm like, how the hell were you doing this in Fusion? Like, what is wrong <laughs> with you? Why do you know that you tracing that to bitmap is a thing, and it takes like four <laughs> seconds? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's the thing, right? Like, once you – I feel – I just – I don't think of Fusion negatively. I just feel like it makes me feel stupid so <laughs> often. And I'm, I know I'm not stupid, but I always feel stupid when I use Fusion because it's like, oh, yeah, there's 50 better ways to do that than the way you're doing it. So just, uh, yeah, get it done. Go on with your day because you're really not going to. It's really funny that you say that because, like, now Turi's completely out of Inkscape and he's just like, it's so much easier for me to just think in Fusion. I'm like, oh, right. you do you, bud. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you no. Right. I've, yeah. I've completely migrated the other way. Like, I will do anything in Illustrator. I'll sit there in front of Illustrator for hours and enjoy every second of it and then go, Oh crap! Now I got to bring this into Fusion to extrude it to make it 3D. That sucks. <laughs> what can I do to get around Fusion? Like, what can I do now? Illustrator has 3D stuff. I'm like, now I really am never going to go into Fusion. Wow. Ever again. Like, no use for it. Oh boy. Yeah, I I love it. I mean, it's powerful and everything, but man, it just yeah, it makes. I hate when making something makes me feel stupid. Like the CNC regularly. I've had it now for over a year regularly makes me feel like an idiot as much as i understand i can't wait to feel that i can't wait to find out what that's like (laughs) it's the best feeling in the world when (laughs) when the router just drives the bit into your workpiece and snaps it in half like there's nothing more rewarding than (laughs) snapping a 25 dollar end mill it's just wonderful oh you feel so loved (laughs) i truly can't wait but but i'll i will tell you this though i will tell you this um the one thing i i love about it is that you will learn from your mistakes because if you don't, it's going to be very expensive. So right. you'll only do it once. It's only going to take yeah. once. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to be breaking one of those again. I broke an eighth inch end mill the first time I used one. And it's just because I didn't zero it before and I ran it. I st- turned it on, ran it, thing went plunged straight in and plunged uh. all the way down to the collet. And I'm like, oh, Ouch. that's not good. And then there was a piece of the you didn't end like that router anyway. So it's yeah, I mean, who needs a router? It's a CNC. It does things by magic. You push buttons, it does the thing. But yeah, you're you're gonna get that with the you're gonna get that with the um, with the X carve, and it's fine because that's part of the learning process. That's that's what I learned from everyone that had a CNC. It's like how many end mills you broke? I don't know, like three on the first weekend. It's fine. <laughs> goes yeah, that. we have not turned ours on yet. We have not. We've been too busy with. Finishing up other stuff. We we knew getting it that we couldn't invest time into it until after our Skyrim map was done. Because the, mm. our Halloween video needed to come out on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And our next video needs to come out by 11-11 on the 20th or 20th on the 10th anniversary of Skyrim. We wanted ah. to come out on that same day. Okay. So then after that, it's 
all then all hands on deck playing yeah. around with the CNC. Then, then <laughs> that's kind of our treat is to yeah. like mess with the, the X carve. Well, so you do that too. You reward yourself with playing with something that you purchased. Yeah. I, my tufting gun is sitting in a box oh and my I promised God. myself oh, I was not going to touch the tufting gun until I had a contract on this house. So I believe I have about a week to go before I can unbox it. <laughs> it's killing See, me. I'm it's saying this on your podcast, so it's noted somewhere, but if I'm never going to buy one of those things because I'm so interested in them. Oh my They're God. They're so cool. It's amazing. But I can't do it. Yes, you can. I can't, I can't yes, do it. You I don't can. <laughs> yes, you can. No, I, I'll because tell then you. my whole channel is going to switch from uh, whatever it was, whatever it was, to then just rugs. And I, rugs. <laughs> and I already did that with stained glass. And I already did that with stained glass. But like, the, but that's the thing about like our channel: the fact mm-hmm. that, like you said earlier, we're not niched down to anything, right? Because we're just geeks crafting. And crafting right. can mean literally anything. Right. It's mostly uh, within the geek realm. But what are you going to do? I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of all the crazy tapestry look rugs that you could make from all the games that are out there i would if i could figure out how to make a giant zelda tapestry rug like i would do that in a second i mean I if just you want to learn like, yeah, making map rugs like right what guys how amazing would that be? <laughs> you, these are dangerous can, ideas can yes. you imagine can That'd you imagine amazing. the original hyrule the original hyrule map as a rug it'd be just sick like 18 be- <laughs> feet long like that would be the greatest thing ever Curry, can i buy a <laughs> if i make it a business expense oh, right i mean it would be anyway one i i wasn't sure like i had been seeing them forever like a bunch of people using them and i wasn't sure like hey is this going to be something i would actually be into and then i happened to go to jimmy DeResta's, and keith my buddy keith decent oh, happened keith. to be there that and man he puts his the tufting gun in my yeah, hand. I, I feel like and I made everyone four. needs like he is in trouble because he's made everyone. Let me tell you something. I want yeah. we have an ice cream truck that comes around all the time, and every time all I want is one of those stupid little characters with the jacked up eyeballs <laughs> because all I see is his stupid rugs on Instagram, and I love them. But he, like we don't need ice cream. <laughs> nah, we need. But you do need pop culture reference rugs. But we do like, need tufting guns. So like, where do where do we draw the line there? I'm really know. surprised I haven't seen more Squid Game rugs. Oh, like that's, that's horrendous. <laughs> it's a very good show, but it's, oh my it's, god, it's so messed up. <laughs> I I it's really funny because I have people that I did not know would give a damn about a show like that. Because okay, just for a little background on me, Battle Royale one and two were two movies that I was way into, like way way into. I thought they were amazing movies, right? So you know. Squid Game comes out and I immediately start thinking Battle Royale, but a series and it kind of had that same vibe and I really, really loved it. And I have friends coming up to me going, dude, I watched something on Netflix and I'm going, oh, here we go. And (laughs) the next thing out is, did you see that it's called Squid Game? And I'm like, yep, saw it. (laughs) Loved it. Oh my God. And you can talk to everyone for like hours about that show. It's the most easy to talk about show that has ever been on television i think mm-hmm. Terry it, didn't like it Terry didn't watch it i watched the whole thing on my own i watched what? the first like two episodes with you and i was like yeah i'm good and then I, <laughs> went upstairs. I, I have what? i've not watched a single episode i don't know what I, I it's i think it's because i don't want to get hooked on something and i feel like i might i didn't i didn't not it's not even the gruesome it's just like i i don't need that added to the world as it is i'm cool <laughs> i don't know like 
well, it doesn't make me happier about the situation of things. What I, so like, <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this much, and I think Nicole, you'd probably end up agreeing with me. I think by the end, you actually have a pretty good view of humanity. Like, you do kind of realize that there is there's a lesson in there, and there is, but still, 456 people had to die. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's one way to learn it, right? I mean, <laughs> look, I th- I thought it was very good. Don't I, get me wrong. Yeah, I thought there was. I, I I honestly, I there are very few shows that I put in the the pantheon of perfect television shows. Mm-hmm. I think one of them is Fringe. Um, I think Fringe is probably the best show ever on television. And anyone that wants to that. disagree with me can disagree with me, but I, with respect. Think you're probably wrong. It is mm-hmm. the best show that's ever been on TV, but I I would put Squid Game right up there with Fringe as one of the best shows, if not the best show. I, I really do. I I think it was just so well done. I wasn't prepared for the level of brutality. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, and in fact, when the brutality starts, I won't spoil anything for him. But when it starts, it's a shock. You don't expect it. You don't see it coming. And it's just like, oh god, this went from what's going to happen to this is horrific really fast. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. Actually the other show that Netflix recommended, I'm, I'm wondering if um, I'm, I mean, clearly Tori, you didn't, but Nicole, I'm wondering if you saw Alice, um, Alice in Borderland. I have not. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that should be the next thing you watch. Um, I'm going to write it, it down it, on a little post-it note. Cause I love watching uh, TV uh, all day long. Yeah, so this the consensus in this house is 50-50 on that show. I loved it, and she hated it. Well, I don't think she hated it, but she definitely wasn't of the I would watch this again mentality. I thought it was freaking fantastic. I thought it was freaking fantastic. I would have liked it if it had ended a little differently. And I'm not gonna. I don't have to give anything away, but I was just wondering. I don't know a whole lot of people who've seen that, but as soon now Netflix, <laughs> Netflix thinks all I want to watch is Korean and Japanese television. <laughs> hey man, they did that to all of us. Oh I think God. that's that's the plan. Yeah, to slowly get us all. Their, okay their with that. algorithm was was or was not ready for that. <laughs> no, um, it's apparently it's the most watched show in Netflix history. Yeah, I was recommending it to one of our friends uh, by us, Wes. Uh, over at Geeksmithing, and I, mm-hmm. I said to him, like, hey, you should watch this. And he's like, I've never even heard about this. I'm like, well, you will soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and somehow you will. <laughs> yeah. How? How could you How could you have not heard about it? I, this was like two, two and a half a, weeks ago. Right. Maybe this three weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah wow. it was pretty early in it. And I, I, of course, watched it in like a day. I, re, I re-got Netflix to watch it. Because I was just tired of see. I kept, you know, it's funny when I first saw the guys in the pink jumpsuits. I thought it was a PlayStation viral ad. Yeah. <laughs> That's and a I'm bad like, for PlayStation, but yeah. it would work. Uh, it would. I mean, the only thing they didn't have was the X, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Man, that, I, it's so funny those hats. Uh, when Anthony uh, from the uh, the I like to make stuff uh, videographer over at their mm-hmm. channel, he was over visiting us the other day, and he had. 3d printed one of those masks and we tried to pre-halloween uh, pre-halloween we tried to help him paint it and right. we tried to mask a triangle on on the curved surface and we realized oh my god we're all stupid it we was, can't do it this was, it was funny it was one of those one of those problems <laughs> where you you look at you think about it in your head like yeah it's easy we're just going to take some like we don't even have to do anything digitally we're just going to take some masking tape and mask off a triangle and then he can just hit it with some spray paint and there you go as soon as you start putting the, the, the tape on this curved surface, <laughs> everything work. goes out the window and you're like, oh, no, this is actually a tremendously difficult problem. <laughs> 
that yeah, now we I all instantly felt so stupid well, for like I, a moment. I felt stupid for not knowing that it was going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. I felt stupid for thinking it was easy. And it was just like, wow. That's the funny part, right? Like, cause you look at it and you go, okay, yeah, clearly they just painted a triangle on. Yeah. The triangle is flat when you look at the round surface, right. which means you have to put the round surface far enough back and then spray a triangle at it. Yeah. And, yeah, so and that's the, what I tried to do. I tried to like hold it far enough back so I could see where my like tape lines are going. And try to curve and it. And try to curve it with it. But this like, this is dumb. It was, yeah, it was funny. We just kind of gave up. We're like, well, it looks oh like no. it's not going to be painted tonight. Oh my gosh. I wonder, did he get, did he end up figuring it out? Like, no, he, I don't know if he ever painted it or not. He printed it even... purposely so he could like show up at our door yeah he wanted to freak nicole out yeah he really wanted to scare me by like hopping in front of my ring camera with that on i'm like that's not cool i i i'm trying to figure out like it's funny because i mean we've all had those moments especially and i know you guys have a glowforge so you could totally relate but it's like oh yeah no i'll just cut this and cut that and then you cut it and you go what the hell was i thinking why did i think that would work it's not until you see it physically then then the reality rushes and you're like oh i'm an idiot (laughs) it's then then when you realize why they call that stuff draft board right (laughs) it's the board you do your drafts with i can confidently say at least though i'm a lot better at not making like little mistakes like that in the glowforge but that's just because i'm so proficient in that now and that's that's not like a humble brag, but like at, at a certain point, you just get well, you, you, with uh, a certain you, machine. You just like I yes. know what's going to go. Once you screw up thing. enough things, you know yeah. how to fix them. And then ninety percent of things you could screw up, you already have. Yeah, that's then you're so doing true. Good. That's so true because you you I used to have to I, I used to get to a point where I would make a design in Illustrator, export it as an SVG, upload it into the interface, let the interface tell me what I did wrong, which was always like, I left a clipping mask that I forgot, or there's a white fill on that. Yeah, or your text, you forgot to outline your text. And I would go, all right, fine, go back into Illustrator, make all the changes. Now, I have so much swagger that (laughs) I just finished something, I just finished something, and I throw it on my NAS, and then I go down to my computer downstairs and just throw it in the Glowforge. I don't even, I know at this point, when I put something on that screen, it's correct now. Yeah. But it takes, yeah, you have to take your bumps or you you mismeasure. And what's funny is with the Glowforge, you put a big piece in and it looks fine. And then if you try to piece little bits of it together, you realize, oh, I really miscalculated how that mm-hmm. was going to fit together. And that, you know, you start learning. That's when you learn real quick. Hey, does it cut on the inside or the outside? Oh, laser kerf. That's a thing. Yeah, okay, I was cool. say, kerf is not uh, something to ignore. I but I ignore it all the time. <laughs> right. I do too. You know, it's funny. I do too. And it hasn't bit me too bad yet. I know one day it will. I know I'm waiting for the moment where it does. And I'm going to go, okay, that's the lesson. But I haven't learned the lesson practically yet. I've only learned it theoretically. Hey, neither have we. So like, it, at it least seems, we're all in the same boat. It's definitely yeah. something to know. But I, every time I think, I've done stuff, I've been able to ignore it and things have worked out. So I don't yeah. know if that's what that I says think, about my design or what. But. Either that or it's it's such a small variation and there's enough wiggle room in the imperfections of the machine where they eat up those variations mm-hmm. and it just doesn't end up mattering. I don't know. I'm fascinated by the fact that all the difficulties I've heard about, oh, you got to account for this, account for this. I'm like, nah, I just draw a couple of lines and print them and everything comes out and it just kind of works. And I'm, I'm not. Yep. I'm not here to tell you how to make it right. I'm just telling you that I do this and it works. <laughs> That's like anytime anyone asks me for Glowforge device, it's like, I don't know. I do it this way. Like if it works for you, great. It might not. Yep. I don't know. 
Yep. I, I like I'll see someone talk. One of the things that drives me that absolutely drives me up a wall is when I see someone talking about SVG and it's like, don't forget to set your SVG to 300 DPI. And I just what? go, all right, what? fine. You you do that. You do that. If that makes you feel better, you do that. Because people just don't understand the it differences. Exactly. What it, yeah, what, there's no, I don't even know what the reason would be. There's no dots. Yeah. There's no, no, SVG. No. yeah. <laughs> there's no I was going to say, are you, are you exporting a the, PNG the whole, from your SVG? <laughs> the yes, that matters. That's the whole deal. <laughs> and, that's, and that's really funny because one of the things you learn, I know you, since you said you work with Inkscape a lot, and yeah. I've seen it on the channel. One of the things you start learning, like when you're using a cutting machine, you know everybody's like oh i got this great picture let's put this on the laser and you're looking at it going oh that's got that's a png oh jesus here we go <laughs> you know I, I know i've done it because somebody's like hey can you put my logo on this yeah sure all right here's my logo oh for god's sake yeah <laughs> thanks for your thanks for your 120 by 120 gif of your logo oh, that's very yeah. helpful yep <laughs> screen grab so yep. you guys you do a lot of fantasy maps and stuff like you know where do you get your files from? Do you do you do a lot of tracing? Do you where do you because I you're obviously finding high res versions of this stuff. Where I don't I'm not trying to get yeah. into your secret I, supply. I have of to maps. make this the high res versions of them because oh wow. Uh, so I will actually whenever I want to make a map, mm -hmm. I will find reference images of maps that I like. Uh huh. Uh, and then I'll bring like two or three into um, a program on my iPad. I think it's Sketchbook by Autodesk. I want to say I think because I truly don't know the name of it. Crime that they deprecated that app, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> but I will go into that and I'll use my Apple Pencil and I'll trace elements that I like from each version of the map, whether it be oh, like wow. the game map from the actual game or like some fan made ones that have like better mountain aspects or tree hmm. aspects. And then I just make it into a very high resolution image. I bring it into GIMP, grab the layers, bring them individually into Inkscape, align them all, and create the map that way. It's wow. very oh labor God. intensive for each one. Yeah, I was just gonna say that sounds. I had insane. no idea. I had no idea you did all that. Yeah, see, every one of them you, is have, hand done. Have you ever shown that? Pro I don't think you've ever shown that process. In very early videos, I did. Okay, uh, but no one's interested in that. <laughs> that's the sad part right like because this is this is how you can tell the people who make the stuff versus the people who like watching you make the stuff the people yeah. who make the stuff is like how do you do that like can right. you could you like diagram every single step and the people who just like watching you make stuff is like i really don't give a damn like this this yeah. whole section could have been three seconds on a time lapse and i would have got the message and it would have been cool that's well, it's like the michael reeves joke of him like showing not showing his coding because no one wants to see it i feel like that's the same with file making the <laughs> file making for any one of my projects usually takes about a week right terry oh about yeah a week. You're, yeah your your face is in your map, ipad for a while the skyrim map i'm working on right now talk about it working took, together yeah let's talk about working together in a fight that we actually had um, almost so i the skyrim map i'm working on right now took me a week to draw out in my ipad and oh, i wow. brought it into gimp because we use all free stuff here because we, we're not made of money uh, used or cheap or way. cheap um, we used brought it into GIMP I brought it in then to Illustrator separated it out into 24 individual panels <laughs> and printed it all out to put on our wall full scale so Terry could see it by the time Terry sees it he's like I don't like the clouds in it and <laughs> I said to Terry I said to Terry like I don't think you understand how I made this because this is going to take me another week to completely change the one thing you don't like and then he just stared at it he's like but I really don't like the clouds I'm like God. He came well, one step so, short of saying that sounds like a you problem. Right, exactly. Right, <laughs> well, right. So I was kind of 
The, it's like the, you couldn't have looked at it last week when I was drawing it. I don't know. I've never looked at your maps before. You've made them before, and they always turn out really good. So I don't have to. Except not, this one time. This is well, this is trash. Well, no, it was kind of. Well, it wasn't trash. It was that there were. Um, uh, she grabbed. There was one of the reference maps that had clouds, kind of. And I liked the clouds surrounding the exterior, almost kind of like a frame within the the picture itself. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, those were very cartoonish for the art style of Skyrim and even compared to other parts of the map. And it just okay. kind of was a, a style clash. Um, yeah. Had I seen them earlier at maybe that scale and this, maybe there's something to it with the scale too, because I'd seen it smaller on your computer and I didn't look as cartoony, but as soon as they're blown up, it just didn't quite I'm, go. And I was yeah. like, it, but I didn't push that that hard. You just saw the way I looked at it, and you were like, nope, you don't like it. I'm going to fix it. And you were Because you if were I made it with it. the clouds, we would have had it on the wall, and every time I would see you look at it, it would be <laughs> like, he's disappointed. for the clouds. Yes. I love the way, I love the way you did the um, – I love the way that each area is – it's hard to piece things. People don't realize this. It's if they impossible don't make to piece things. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing the, the, how she got it to go. I mean, it it's really, a, it's a I'm puzzle. looking at the shot with your hand over the map, yeah, and you can't it's see like <laughs> it's it's fantastic. I mean, you, I don't. The like reason kissing. you can't see them is because I purposely grabbed the actual game map that had the roads from Skyrim imported mm-hmm. in there, and I traced the roads out specifically where no. they would be. To, and place them in a way that they would all fit within the Glowforge if I cut at all the roads. So, Jeez. it wow. took days. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and this you know is... how long it's going to be in the video? It's not. Right. <laughs> it's not. We just nobody's got time for that. <laughs> no one's got time for that. No one cares. <laughs> oh man, does that does that bug you? Like, does it get to you at any point where you just go, "Oh man, I really like this cool thing I did," and no one's gonna care? I just have to just. Oh, absolutely. But then yeah. you take that for what it's worth with being a con. I'm using air quotes like content creator. Mm-hmm. Like. It is what it is. If someone, if the analytics say that people don't want to watch it, I'm not going to continue to put it in there. Well, okay. it's also thinking about the the project itself and then the video as a project itself. Yeah. Right. So for the oh, video to be okay. as good as it can, it can't have that in there. That, that's Especially a, that's a, right at the beginning. That's right. a really, really good thought process right there. I, I yeah. like that a lot. It's like, that makes a lot of sense. I never it, thought. It, I never thought of the the actual video as a, as a, a project. Yeah. Now my my mind just mm-hmm. blew. Like, okay, got a, I'm short circuiting. I got that little reboot circle spinning around right now as I process <laughs> that. That's well, the other thing. The other thing that and this is not. Someone gave me this advice um, on like on leather stitching was they're like most people that are watching your video don't care about the the how to how to do the stitching. So why don't you make a video about it dedicated to that process and mm-hmm. then every time you do a video you can say if you're interested on how i how i mm-hmm. go about designing this or whatever here's a link and that way you the the you know the five people that really do care about that process can can see it um and again i understand that it's a different process for every video probably but well, we kind of have done that i've done a yeah. couple of live streams on you on our youtube channel really early on that i still link back to if people ask well, like, how how do you import your maps from your ipad to right. your computer and what do you mm-hmm. how do you get them ready for the blowforge i had our hyrule map when i was doing that one um i actually did a live stream of me making the actually making the files of like two and a half hours of me just importing stuff and it's just like if you want to see how it's done 
here's a here really slow way to see it, but I show you <laughs> how to do it. It's pretty raw footage, but technically, yeah, it's right, there. But it's but it, then it 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 gets the people that say, oh, well, I, you know, you yeah. didn't you didn't address it. It gives them that out, and yeah, well, and ironically though, that is my best video ever is my <laughs> my leather leather stitching one, but but yeah. Yeah, your leather work makes me pretend that I like it makes me think I can do leather work. Like uh -huh. whenever I watch your videos, it's like, man, I could I could probably do that. And then I try to and it's like, I didn't do it as well as he did, but I'm getting there. <laughs> you think I can do my leather work as well. But <laughs> I love seeing whatever weird thing that you're wrapping in leather that week. Like that's oh, it's the funniest you. thing to me. It, it's it's become such like a silly, silly thing but like it, the, the it, it i didn't even show you this turry he made like a chocolate business card thing the other day it's like <laughs> for of course he did. Theme, like, yeah. that's so stupid and i love exactly. it it's so, exactly that's exactly <laughs> I'm like i'm like oh am i really doing this and yes. like uh yes uh, i am <laughs> yes and i was like but you know what it's gotten like it's got like thirteen thousand views and yeah. so you know I, i'm you know i can't argue with that and Can i, I have fun on doing TikTok? it no i well you know what the problem is is well not the problem but TikTok loves shorter things, and every all mine are like a minute long. So no, I've, man. Let me tell you something. I, we just started doing TikTok, and first off, it's terrible on TikTok. It's a terrible place. Yeah, and don't use it yourself. Don't use it yourself because okay. it will suck you awful. in. But your content on Instagram would just take off on TikTok. I put our videos, every video we make, I cut it down to a minute long or minute, minute 30. I put it on TikTok, and we get so many eyeballs on TikTok. It's unreal. Uh, I get, see, I, I did that for a little bit, and I, it, I wasn't getting much. And so, yeah, maybe I should do it. I, I you got to play the do... hashtag game. You got to figure out oh, the hashtag. Yeah. I guess yeah. maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Because like and everything yeah, gets FYP. That. If you don't put FYP, no one ever sees it for some reason, which is really hysterical to me. Because like, right. you know, what? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna hit you guys up that out by now. But nope, yeah. they have not. If you if you ever have any questions, let us know. Yeah, yeah I, I think that your stuff would work really well on TikTok. True. All right, I'm gonna hit you up because I. Yes, I, and you're not the only people that have said that, but I, I definitely don't know the 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 trick, you know, the formula. Yeah. So, all right, I'm gonna hit you guys up later. I'm Please just gonna do. tell you this much. I'm just gonna tell you this much. I'm not I'm not crushing it on TikTok by any stretch of the imagination. However, I will say that those types of things do get a lot of eyeballs on them. Yeah, I yeah. have two reels that I've made on Instagram. One has 1,900. One has 1,200, which is. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's like that. Those views were all in like a day. Right. Like right, right. They just, yeah. so when, when the algorithm likes you, when you post something that people will sit there and watch, it goes into that rotation. And once it gets in the rotation, it just catches fire. It I just really catches think fire. the big difference though, between TikTok and Instagram is that like TikTok is where all the makers live and all the people that want to like build their communities are. Right. It's uh, a community you, building thing. Yeah, and, where, yes. where TikTok is where literally everyone else is. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and uh, not not to say that it's driving like a ton of people to YouTube because it doesn't. They people stay within TikTok, mm -hmm. but the people that stay within TikTok share your content left and right. Oh yeah, it's mm -hmm. insane. That's true. So yeah, that's why it, I it think it's hurt. worth I mean, it. <laughs> well, I, that, and that's the thing. I guess it's it's one of those where if it's if if it doesn't take much to repurpose it, then yeah. then it's worth it, right? It's it's the same thing I always say with uh, Instructables. Mm -hmm. um, when I do a YouTube video, like I, I have a voiceover script. So basically, you know, it's not that much work to do an Instructables where I just repurpose my script for mm -hmm. Instructables. If, if, if it was me writing, writing in Instructables from scratch, it's not worth the, the views, you know, the views I get from it. But yeah. if, you, if I can repurpose it and get some views and, 
and, you know, enter a contest every so often, then why not do it? And so I, that's, I guess that's where I haven't found that rhythm with TikTok yet, where I feel like I can repurpose it in a way that doesn't create more time, but it's still yeah. valuable. I think, I honestly think like you could just copy paste whatever description you put in from Instagram mm-hmm. for your videos now and TikTok and it would work perfectly. But the, the, the so the hashtag, uh, like the hashtags yeah. would be, is what I need to focus on. Like instead of like, d- don't put like hashtag leather craft, be like hashtag craft, hashtag art. Like okay. those basic right. things. Think of Bigger TikTok tags. as like the, get, you're reaching the entire world rather than Instagram where you're reaching. So it's gotta like, be more general. It has to be incredibly okay. general. It's a more general like, Hashtag audience. homemade or hashtag uh, DIY. Like right. really, really basic. And do you, how and do you use a ton of? We're turning into a TikTok. Sorry, Vincent. Hey, but, man, uh, it's important. No, it actually it, really is. Is it like? Is there a number of hashtags? That, like you again, only get a hundred and fifty characters. So like for like your chocolate one, for example, I'd be like hashtag chocolate business card, and then do like craft DIY. You could even put leather, but you might get into a weird TikTok, like <laughs> yeah. leather TikTok. Oh, no. Or leather talk, it might be called, because everything that's like a trend is called like whatever it is plus talk. Oh, gotcha. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to get on the wrong channels. Want... Well, Anyone that's ever watched Arrested Development? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I love you, Arrested uh, Development. Something so that says leather daddy? <laughs> um, not, you would, not you the would, hashtag you want. become the leather daddy if you're yeah, like, that's not a hashtag i want to be <laughs> but i i, I just think your content would happen, honestly the just, it would work so well over there all right well, we'll, we'll keep talking because i i'm i'm definitely intrigued and that's actually i've learned more right now than i have <laughs> I, I want everyone that listens to this podcast to start tagging Ethan in posts with hashtag le- with daddy. his his handle. <laughs> oh hand no! What if we no, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so creeped out. Just oh, no. don't do that, people. It's the secret side of Ethan Carter. It oh, sounds like God. a sounds like a ninth, an 1890s book. The yeah. the many lives of Ethan Carter. <laughs> hashtag leather daddy. Is, this has gone down a bad, bad road. That's a perfect way to market yourself to. Uh, to, to a brands. certain group, to a certain to group, would you really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of brands that would Hi, love I'm this. Ethan, and I'm the leather daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, the things. Oh, that we just I mean, I, I do like Buckle Guy. Buckle Guy has a he's got a great business. So, jeez. <laughs> oh, oh god. Okay. Oh boy. Moving on. No, yeah. I hope no. I hope no one isolates this and posts it all over Instagram because so. that would be weird. Maybe I'll get us trending and we all get famous. <laughs> you never know. Hey, fame comes know. in weird ways. You end it up does. the number two no visual publicity podcast in Poland. Publicity? Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, I have to ask because it was a recent video, and you and I were chatting as you dropped it. Um, stained glass. Yeah, like, it's great. I. It's one of those. You, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming, and I, I think I'm speaking for a lot of makers, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I'm assuming every maker has like this list of bucket list yes. skills. Yep. Mm-hmm. And stained glass has always been one of those bucket mm-hmm. list skills for me. How did you learn how to do it? And did someone teach you? And no, uh, you know what taught me? TikTok. Really? <laughs> yeah, it. legitimately TikTok. Uh, and the reason I wanted stained to do glass it, daddy, stained glass daddy over <laughs> here. Uh, but my mom constantly tells me that she always wants to learn t- uh, stained glass. And she's always like, I want to take a class in stained glass. I want to uh, know how to do it. So it's like, mom, why don't you just do it? Like, let's just, let's just do it. And unfortunately I don't live anywhere near her, but I purposely learned how to do stained glass cause she's going to come visit us at Christmas uh, time. And I want to teach her when she's here in my oh, wow. shop, like 
this is how you do it. Let's build a project together. Let's actually teach you. And if you are interested, we can actually go buy you all the supplies because mm-hmm. it's not a cheap hobby. It's hard to do. And it's like we have a business around building, crafting things. Mm-hmm. We have the budget to go. Like in the video you saw, I spent 500 some odd dollars on all yep. the supplies for it. Wow. But it's it's the one hobby that requires such specific tools that just don't exist in your shop right. currently. Right, yeah, like right, the right. soldering the soldering iron is like well, a broad. Well, luckily the soldering weird. iron was the one thing we had. Right. It's just a, it's just the broad tip, right? That's yes. the one thing that most people probably wouldn't have. Yes. And the flux and the copper tape and the it's the glass so itself specific. is expensive. Oh my god, it's so expensive. But <laughs> it's so fun. I remember watching. Uh, I think I. I think we talked about it. It might have been even a thing of the week for some point. Um, the shop, the like show on. It's like a British show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were restoring, like restoring a stain, famous stained glass. Uh huh. And I was just fascinated by. I the meant process. to tell you, I watched that on your recommendation. I binged oh, yeah. it in one night. I watched oh, the whole. Yeah, I know that's series a problem, in one night. Yeah, it's not a lot of them, but it, I was blown away by the process. Uh-huh. But it also like. I remember, so my parents had a house that had like a lot of leaded glass and stained glass windows in it. And the repairs, the cost of repairs were just insane. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I never under really understood it. I mean, I kind of, you know, you can kind of understand, you know, it's a labor intensive, everything like that, but I had no idea the, the, uh, technique and the craftsmanship that goes into it. It's, so it is hard. a really, really cool <laughs> skill. I mean, it's, it is way easier nowadays to just do resin. But <laughs> Oh, my God. And that's what I did. Like, that, like we jokingly made. Yeah. We did the flag, but then yeah. our, our second video was actually these Zelda stained glass, like, panels that we still have in our living room. They're like a light box. Yeah. Um, but I just always was just like, man, I could do this in stained glass. That'd be fun to learn. It's just, it's very hard. I don't want to, like, say that it's not hard because it's yeah. really it's, but I mean, it's, you picked it up quick. Because... But I think I picked it up quick because of the fact that, like, like we were saying before, when you have a certain ability to do certain crafts already, they kind of inherently work there's together. A, there's crossover yeah. in everything, you, and you, you had understand. a lot of your Venn you diagram have, was kind yes. of you predict the pitfalls. You could predict the pitfalls. You kind of look at something and you almost know where the problems are going to be, like the stuff yeah. that you're going to have to like right. be really careful about versus the stuff you can kind of zip through. Like yeah. attaching copper tape, you're not going to have a problem with. Lining it up, fluxing it, and soldering it, not having the solder just fall between the gaps, that's yeah. probably where you're going to have a little bit of trouble the first few times as you're getting used to it. Or having a clean edge after you put all your pieces together. Yeah, and that's the thing that like when i was doing it or well I, when i was learning the whole time i'm thinking in the back of my head like where is my mother who is not a crafter mm-hmm. oh, wow. who really wants to mm. do this how is she where is she gonna find hiccups and it was basically at the frustration points i had i was thinking from her point of view of like this is going to be really complicated for her to not get frustrated at. so how do we make this as easy as possible so i'm i'm very interested re- to see how that goes <laughs> i think that's a really interesting mindset of of going into a project or a new technique or you know, medium or whatever is, is to think about the person that doesn't, to your point, Vincent, I, and I think we, I, I know I'm guilty of this. I think we all are guilty of this. We, we've done so many things and we've tried so many projects and mediums and stuff like that. We kind of like forget the fact that we've gained all these mm-hmm. subconscious skills. Mm-hmm. And I think it is an interesting uh, exercise to, if you're, when you do start something new of being like, well, what is someone that doesn't has never done anything? You know, almost to an extreme, right? Has never done. But that's anything. kind of true. Right. Like, and in the case of what I'm, we're going through here, it's just like they right. no experience. Right. Yeah. I watched and, someone. Yeah. I watched someone make wooden keychains. 
Okay. Wooden keychains. And they did two things where I watched. I'm like, that ain't going to work. Right. Like, if you work with the Glowforge and you've ever designed anything on the thin wood that you get, like the, they call it proof grade, but it's really just yeah. like three millimeter slash yeah. one eighth inch, you know, hardwood. There are certain things you don't do. And one of those things is put the loop so that the bottom of the loop is flat across the grain of the wood, because that loop is just going to snap right off. Like yes. that's, it's going to, there's, there's nothing you can do about it. You think it won't until you start putting it together and you try to jam the jump ring in and it snaps in your hand. It happens every time. There's no, you have to go the other way. The grain has to be the long way and it'll be mostly okay. It may mm-hmm. split the other way. But then the other thing is they took um, a, like a key ring jump, like a key ring split ring and they just looped it through the hole in keychain and i'm like well why wouldn't you use a chained keychain like those that's what they're for they're so that the thing can swing a little bit because what will invariably happen is that you take that the torsion of that ring in that hole is just going to snap right through the wood like every time there's certain things like i noticed and it made me think of it because i'm going through your instagram as we're talking i see the cat keychain with the chain key ring oh yeah and i'm like yeah see you guys did that right like that's the right way to do that keychain but you 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 know that because of experience exactly exactly and that's 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 the thing right so you would make all these mistakes, not knowing you're making it until the very end. And what I what I do see is a lot of people who make those mistakes and they just get frustrated. And they're like, oh, I'm just not going to make those anymore. It's like, no, you're in the right area. You just, you haven't had the experience yet to know that that's not going to work, but you did, you did okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to, you had to have your fail. And I, sometimes I have to, and I have this in, you know, you guys chime in if this applies to any of you guys. I have a lot of friends that make a lot of things that I've made. And there's a lot of times where I get really conflicted about going, yeah, it's not going to work. And, you know, they'll make it, the video will come out, and it'll be like, okay, yeah, look what I made. Look how cool this is. And I'm just thinking, yeah, it's going to fall apart. Like, I just sit there going, that's going to Because I'm really a vocal person, and I'm kind of abrasive. I I would just flat out tell them that's not going to (laughs) work. I never do it. I can't Oh, I'm too ballsy. I have a phrase phrase that I use so often. It's become a cliche that I use, but I always say I don't want to be that guy. And that guy has a lot of different personalities, but one of the things that guy doesn't do, well, that guy does do it, and I don't want to be that guy, is that guy goes, listen, I'm just trying to help here. You could do this a little bit. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the guy that jumps in on a comment and tells someone, hey, I noticed you did something wrong. Here's the way to do it right. I just, don't think I'd ever do it in someone's comment section. No. I think it's- No, only, I would never yes. do it publicly. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's more of one of those, like, if we are talking about your project and you're telling me how you plan on doing it, I will mm-hmm. tell you from my experience if oh, I yeah. believe it will work or not. That I yeah. well, that, that's, that's, very, that's very different though. I think that yeah. that's right. being constructive. That's, and mm-hmm. also they're at, you know, they're sharing it to, well, whether they know, whether they actually want advice. Get, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Or not. Um, but yes, no, I agree. It's, it's a different thing to when people are like in the comment section, unsolicited, tell you how to do it. And that's where it's like, ugh. what is, what is your comment? I'm curious about this because, you know, I've been getting in, I'm getting this feedback from people. And it, it ranges, it swings wildly in both directions. But what is the overall, what is your overall comment section like? Is it, you know, because um, I think YouTube comments in general are kind of toxic and crappy, but I keep seeing a lot of my maker friends come on and they're like, no, my comments are pretty much okay. I mean, there's always the one or two, but you know, the overall tone is usually pretty good. How do you, how do you find your comments and how do you cope with them in general? 
I think ours are on in general positive. I think yeah. a lot of that okay. is because uh, we don't have the craziest view counts, so we're not getting randos, you know, that ah, come in and, like okay. drive by comments. Hadn't thought of that. Yeah, and I, I think it, it really depends on the pool of people. Yeah, like so, Reddit is a cesspool of yeah, terrible people. Don't well, it, <laughs> there's a very small percentage that are, but those that's the problem. So like. But if you think the, about it, the most participating percentage. Well, yes. right. So <laughs> you have that issue where, so let's say we like our video, whatever it has, like under three hundred views. So it's like, okay, there's that's the pool of people that are uh, that are there. So what is the percentage of people that are going to say something nasty? It's pretty small. So maybe there's like one or two, or if that, mm-hmm. or even just kind of an off comment, so something like n- negative. Um, but then you think about what comments you remember. So you right. only really yes. remember the nasty one. So let's say now if our video got 300,000 views, now you have 30 or whatever that, however that scales to how many nasty comments, mm-hmm. you're going to remember those. Right. So you, you remember the bad ones disproportionately to the, the good nice ones. ones. We, yeah. The, the comments so, that we get are genuinely all very positive. And then we'll get the occasional one that tells you that you look like Evan Peters. Oh yeah, like, that's happening right. a lot. That's like that's just it. Like those, that's a, and that's not even nasty. That's just like. Well, it's just kind of a random. Yeah. Yes. Like, Thank you. Or. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, do you do you guys get the well two things? So one the the one thing about Reddit, and I, I've talked about this before. I like I want the negative comments on Reddit because, unlike you know YouTube, you don't you don't get there's no benefit benefit to negative uh, comments on YouTube, but on Reddit that gets things going like it, it really does, does but it man, really does. It, it's it's brutal you have to have a thick skin you have to just kind of like look at it like it's hilarious because it's so ridiculous and sometimes super super mean um it's really mean like oh yeah and i've talked about this a bunch before and terry's probably gonna like, no you're good okay yeah but there was this one time that uh we posted our hyrule map and i posted a picture of me holding the map and of course like that that reached front page of reddit right. and then every man on reddit decided that it was necessary to tell me that i'm just a girl on reddit holding art and then they <laughs> attacked me on their private subreddit and then send me nasty messages saying that i'm a worthless yeah there was that's what we expected and the funniest thing about that is like because there is kind of like a not a meme but like the oh girl holding art on reddit it's like there's something to that but this picture was <laughs> You couldn't see Nicole's body. You could see her head poking over top of it. So it was like, <laughs> it doesn't really count in right, right, that right. at all. Yeah, this no, is not mean that, that's different. That's, I mean, that's, that's a very different thing. I'm, I'm, but yes, yeah, that's ridiculous. There's wow. a time on Reddit, I, I, I posted one of our projects and I had a spelling error. And then it's just like, yeah, go to town on that. You can, you can go to town oh, on that. Right. Telling you that I, <laughs> Even I though up. you Googled it before. I Googled like, how to spell on. something from Zelda and but it was still spelled wrong on Google. Reddit's and I put been... it in the project and then everyone told me I put a ravioli bird in my project. And it's just like, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Right, but remember, remember early in Reddit, there was a really good thing where somebody tried to steal one of your yeah someone did try to steal one of my posts and, and made it my own content the community content. went nuts on them well, well so that, like, that, that's it's, the thing it's a give that, and take. That, yeah. i guess that's that's what i'm like the that's where it can be beneficial because that one nasty comment can spur like a million people being like defending you right yeah. you know and that and then that blows up but so the other the other question i have for you guys is what i found is it's always so funny and hilarious to me that uh 
when I get a negative comment, it seems like almost always the next comment completely contradicts the one before it. So it's like, and I've said this before, Vincent, you're, I know you've heard it so many times, but like I get the comment all the time, like this guy's voice is so annoying. <laughs> and then the next comment is like, I love your voice. It's so soothing. And like, it's such, or like, you should just then share your podcast link uh, to the guy that says it's annoying. Like, if you want to hear yeah. it all the time, here yeah. you go. <laughs> right, right. No, because then it's going to be, oh, my God, there's two annoying jackasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, I can't yeah. stand either one of them. <laughs> you guys ever get that, though? Because I, I, maybe it's just me. But it's just like it's it's funny how often that happens where it's very, like, contradictory in both or directions. Or you get the other, the other one. The other one would be like, oh, we love Nicole, but we hate Turi. Or we love Turi, but hate Nicole. Hate Nicole. Yeah, exactly. More, right. It's never Nicole gone that Turi. extreme, but it has gone to the point where people see Turi and they want more of him. Oh, like it's, it's, well, early, one of the first ones I was in, they are like, oh, he's oh, super yeah. this. Someone wrote a really nasty comment that said, like, this guy doesn't know how to be on YouTube. Why is he even here? It's like, this is the first video Turi was ever in. Like, can you give him, like, a break? <laughs> you got really defensive. I thought that was funny. I, so I, uh, I'm protective I, of you. Right. The cat claws come right out. I mean, it's the way it's, the way it's supposed to be. It's just like, those are those stupid comments. It's like, why did you even take the time to write this? That, that's, <laughs> well, that's what's so ridiculous that's about it. Do you want me to take the video down? Because that's, like, what that, you're asking. Well, that's why dumb comments are, like, I, I think of the process of the person typing, and it's like, oh, yeah, they're crazy. Like, <laughs> it means nothing because, some, oh, man, the, the thought process to go into to kind of spew that hate is just like, yeah, well, they're not a person the, I would be listening to about anything anyways. Yeah, and, that, and that's a hard part. I mean, that, and that's where we talk about thick skin and stuff. It, it still stings. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't deny that it stings sometimes. But at the same time, it's also, it's your point. You're like, think about, like, how sad is that person? (laughs) Like, that person has the most miserable life that this is, like, how they're getting enjoyment out of their life. Like, that's super sad. Like, if somebody says that, I'm almost like, I'm sorry. Like, I I don't know why you got to here, but something went wrong. Exactly. (laughs) Like, what? why is your life so sad that you, like, this is the best part of your day? The basement guy in South Park is relatable for a reason. Right. Everyone knows that guy. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and and every content creator goes through it. You know, everybody, every podcast has their due to Len, you know, not that I specifically remember his name because it eats away at me every, every single. <laughs> yeah. It's like every time we talk about reviews, I think of because uh, yeah. for, those, for those of you new to the show, I don't know why you would join us on this particular day, but thank you for joining us. But no, seriously, um, there's we got one. We have one negative review on iTunes <laughs> one and it kills me. Because is he super nasty? It's it's not even. He's just super condescending. He just doesn't, and, um, and also doesn't didn't have any idea, like he doesn't any understanding of what the show was about. Uh, there are people. Who, look, the, the truth of the matter is, there are people who would listen to this show and go, "I don't understand that. Why would anyone listen to this?" Right. And I get it because yeah. it's not everyone. You know, what are the lists of questions and answers? You know, I'm 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 like I'm just sitting here with an empty pad writing down mentions so that when I make the Instagram stories, I don't forget anyone. Like that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty much what my that's where my our preparation yeah that's our yeah. preparation you know i think lately i've been asking people for you know their things of the week and stuff just so i can do it in advance so i don't have to do it the morning after we record but i don't do any prep for this like i can't i i don't want i want this to be more of a conversation i was talking to somebody who may come on the podcast i was talking to her today and she's like oh i'm really nervous about being on a podcast and i'm like yeah, yeah. This isn't that kind of podcast. There's if you can speak, 
it'll be fine. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm a perfect example is you don't even need to be able to speak. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, that, anyway, yeah. So um, we are, we're like an hour 15 in. Right? This is the fastest hour 15 oh in the Oh my gosh. Week. Yeah, <laughs> holy crap. Um, so since it's an hour 15 in and we don't want to keep these beautiful people waiting for too long, why don't you, uh, why don't you guys give us your things of the week? Um, I know sometimes we get one from a couple. Sometimes we get one from each so and i think this week we have one from each of you so let's have them first because ladies always first of course so i just inherited a cnc machine from our dear Mm -hmm. friends over at i like to make stuff uh josh gave anthony his cnc and then anthony in turn gave it to me because they both got one finities because they're important people if you're listening to this i'll take a free cnc We'll find if we're going to follow this trend of passing along the oh, yeah. their X card, that's fine. Well, with me. All right. So if you guys are going to get one penny, you send that one to me. Yes, you know. that's it. That's it. Okay. We'll pass it. It's a, it's a rotating maker CNC. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we just got that. And I'm just super excited to learn how uh-huh. to do things in CNC. And of course, I want to try to make an actual topographical video game map because it's like mm. it's, it can finally happen. Oh, man. So of course. it's just learning how to make this all work. And t- taking together Josh's Franken CNC and like trying to figure out what all the parts do and how it works. But yeah, we have luckily here, we have some friends that have that same machine that walked us through how to like build a project, make it work, how to make it go, and have been insanely helpful. So thank you, George at Technically Woodworking, and thank you, Wes at Geeksmithing, for all of your support with the X card. <laughs> Wes is a freaking sage, man. Everyone loves Wes. It's yeah. so we, amazing. Yeah. He's a great friend, and I cherish him dearly. Aww. Vincent, uh, my future thing of the week is the map that they're going to make. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any suggestions of games, I am all yours. I mean, you keep making all my favorites, so I'm pretty. I know. I'm pretty I really good. run. I really want to do a Grand Theft Auto Vice City one because I think it'd be really fun to do like an '80s vibe map. Oh, yes. Nicole! <laughs> I haven't mean, told me that. Oh my god! I don't know. I, was, yeah. I could actually. Super I doing like a, a low res '80s. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna play synthwave as you walk past it. <laughs> I have, I have an idea. I have, I've had an idea, and if I could think of a way to do it, I would totally do it. But I mean, I would love to see from like um, Super Mario sixty four the first level, but mm-hmm. maybe like um, an isometric kind of like flat. Obviously, let's not right. go. You know, not ask a, a sculpture, but a flat but carved relief of that level because yeah. it's nice and tall it would look cool like maybe yeah. from like a three-quarter view of it like looking up at it or something It'd be really cool know. if anywhere you looked on the map it kind of changed the perspective too like, this is go. the problem in my brain like i want to do all these cool things but it's like how do you do it i don't know let's figure it out uh, <laughs> yeah we're, we're very early days on that kind of stuff yeah. so but that's what i'm uh we don't know what we don't know <laughs> That's yeah. a good. That's a good thing of the week. I think. I, I think CNCs. I think CNCs, lasers, and three D printers for me are my favorite part of making. And um, I'll throw my Cricut in there too because I use my Cricut a ton also. But mm-hmm. I just love. I love designing something on a screen because that's and what I'm best at. Yeah, oh life. man, it's so and, good. And then having a thing like yeah. I, for some people, they're they're the opposite, right? They can just 
I want to make a thing and they get, just get some wood and it's like they're freaking Michelangelo where it's like, ah, the sculpture is already there. I'm just freeing it from the stone. You know, that's not me. I'm not that guy. Yeah. Um, I have an idea. Let me tinker with it until I really like it and then commit it to some material using some device. Like that's the way I like to make we stuff. We just had a whole discussion about this because, and I won't take too long on this, but I watch a lot of uh, model makers on YouTube, mm-hmm. like Stutson Studios or North of the Border that make stuff out of clay and garbage. Just like- and- it just becomes like this beautiful thing. And every time I'm watching them, it's like, how do you make something out of nothing? How are you not staring at a screen to generate your thing? Like, how how do you do this? I don't get it. Yeah. I tell Terry, like, I wish I can grow up to be like them one day. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I already have accepted the fact that I will never be that person. And I'm leaning into my strengths. My strengths are I can look at some – I can make something on a computer that's going to look really good in the real world. I have a lot of trouble going in reverse. Like See, I I'm can't. trying to get there. I'm really trying to force myself to do things that have less of a plan. So I'm like learning how to work in that realm. But You'll, man, it's you're it's gonna hard. you're gonna end up just leaning into what you're good at, and that's that's what I love about our space. You can lean into what you're good at and right. still have a good time and do cool stuff. And it's getting easier and easier to do oh, yeah. the cool stuff. So that's a yeah. good one. I I I, I have a, a love hate relationship with the X Carve. I understand why people like it. I never got mine together. And I sold it before it ever got together. I do know that the person I sold it to then sold it to someone else who is now oh, using it. you have it. a passing, you have a forever moving one. I and do, but I sold mine. I didn't give it away. I was greedy. <laughs> oh. I needed the money to buy another one. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. I can't buy a Shape Oko if I didn't sell the X card. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's a good one. I'll, yeah. um, I'll throw a link to Inventables. Hey, if you have um. No, I don't put affiliate. I can't put affiliate links in there. Otherwise, it creates a whole bunch of other stuff. But nah, yeah, we'll put the link to. It. You can find yourself a nice X carve, and I'll put the link there. If you don't know where to find an X carve at this point, I don't know if you're going to need to find them in the show links, but I'll put one there anyway for you. <laughs> Harry, what's your thing? Your thing of the week? I think I I think is going to make me broke. Honestly. Yeah, it, oh it yeah. <laughs> uh, I it's been something in the back of my mind, knowing that it exists, but I haven't really gone to look. Uh, at it before but it is uh goodwill online auctions oh god yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i mean right uh it is troubling uh because like i love going in <laughs> to a goodwill or that kind of a shop and you never know what you're gonna find uh usually it's nothing but sometimes you know you have the the random holy crap look at what i got um so the pr- the problem with the online auctions is that now you have a search bar <laughs> for everything right Right. And right. Uh, it's there. So, uh, but you do have to fight people for it, you know, because of the, the whole auctions thing. So that it does make it different from going in store. Um, but yeah, I was able to, we uh, needed a, a 5.1 receiver and looking at how expensive they are on Amazon, I was like, I we just need to like go to like a Goodwill and get some like just used one because we don't need a brand new one. I just needed to, to play some music in the shop. So uh, our Goodwills around here are not very good actually um they're really will but not yeah yeah they don't, they're, 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 they're kind doing of, their best right they're they're, right. they're like off-brand goodwills too i don't know it's something weird uh oh, so like oh yeah we've got goodwill auctions that's the thing right uh went on there and it was just kind of like oh no what have i found um, <laughs> so yeah I've how many headphones have been delivered to my house i so i got i found that they have vintage headphones um and so you're from, basically like the equivalent of Jimmy Dress's like trucks and vehicles on his property with headphones. Oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, I have, uh, I already have a bit of a collection of headphones <laughs> and now I'm reaching into the, the early days where you, the ones you can't buy new now, right. obviously. Um, 
and it's uh, it, it's interesting. I uh, I've I have two here now, and I'm getting a third in the mail, um, and then I need to kind of stop looking yeah, at that site. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, they keep, they every day, really there's more stuff. stuff. They have some really good stuff. Like our next, one of our future projects, I bought a bunch of little houses, which you'll see in the future for what it's for. But like, I was able to get a bunch of stuff that I tried to buy on eBay for way more than that. Right. It's right. just available at Goodwills, and people are just giving them away, basically, at that price. So like, this is great. It's a great site if you need something very specific. But man, if you start looking up like, it's, oh, a, yeah. great site, it's a great site if you need something. It's a horrible site if you're yes, if you're just browsing. If, you're yeah, you're gonna end up right. buying something. I, like, I, almost I can't spent afford way too not much to buy PS One. Like I almost spent way too much money on a PlayStation. Oh, we we have a <laughs> yeah, we have like a we already have a slight collection of, of vintage cameras. And looking at them on that side is like, oh no, we could have twice our size now, but I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have any money. Oh wow, they have a Canon AE one. Yeah, they have a um, lot of good with, stuff on there. It's sixty three bucks. It's got a cracked body. It's got a cracked bat. Oh, cracked battery. Oh, that's nothing. You just yeah, replace right. that. See, now you're you're yeah, you're, you're screwed. screwed. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. We we this showed is... this to like our a couple of our friends. Just like I'm so sorry, but you need to know yeah, this exists. We got a laptop for our CNC office. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like, perfect. Yeah, because like uh, I don't need a cheap. I don't need a new laptop Correct. to run the CNC. I need something that'll open a web browser. So like, easy. yeah, the bids and I, I I'm not I'm not uh, you know I feel like maybe this might hurt a little bit, but it's kind of amazing how overall low the number of bids on stuff is, which means this is still like yeah. a, a, one of those best kept secret types. So yeah, maybe Vince, don't I feel, put I feel this like I. We should, we should, probably just we cut should this. take this out of things of the week so that we can keep this between the, the four of us. See, yeah, see, so this was, was actually done. Thing of the week, the X card. Kevin <laughs> forgot to bring one. Um. <laughs> I, I may have done this on purpose so that uh, if more people do know about it, things are more expensive and I won't buy it. <laughs> see. So it's like, mm. save myself. Really. It's reverse psychology and oh, practical action. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's, that's our things of the week. <laughs> that's a that's a good one, man. I'm 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 gonna probably after we're done tonight, I'm gonna sit on the couch. I'm gonna watch a little TV before I go to bed, and I'm gonna have my iPad out, and I'm gonna be scrolling auctions for crap I don't yeah, you're need. Screwed. It's <laughs> I'm all done. downhill from it's, here. It's really fun to see what's out there too. Though. Oh yeah. Well, the good. It's funny you said the goodwill in your area is not great because the two that were in my area are extremely mediocre, mm. like shockingly mediocre because all i see like i watch one of my favorite youtube channels is lgr yes yes and he goes thrifting to like six different ones and it's so much good stuff like where are you finding this stuff like uh, oh look at this it's an old church organ like what the hell dude Uh, i've I've never found it's good stuff. Even when we lived in our old state, like that was that had excellent that goodwill, had and good they stuff. still weren't as good as what LGR was finding. Right. <laughs> I know he says, and by the way, he makes a point of saying that that's not every visit, and I know, you know we only still. see the highlights. But dude, come on, it does those highlights? Like I've been going to the Goodwill here for ten years, right, right. <laughs> and I've never found anything yeah. close to what he's found. And like another coffee making machine, like. Oh god! The amount many... of wood grain stuff that he finds just makes him so jealous. <laughs> so cool. I love LGR so much. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I I feel like I, I I you have to be a true geek to appreciate LGR and what he's managed to put together just doing what he does. But man, he is just he's a juggernaut. Yeah. He's he really a juggernaut. Is. It's LGR. If you ever listen to this, I want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys. If I could kind of, I don't know how I would do it. Like. It's weird when you have a podcast that's focused on making 
but then you have all these cool YouTube people that you're like, can I shoehorn the definition of maker enough to get this person on the podcast? I mean, I mean, he's he put does... together some retro computers. And he's put Good together reason. a whole synth system. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. synth system? Man, yeah. I just so, want yeah. to... He's, he's put things rack. together. The MIDI rack, yeah. the tower, the MIDI tower with all the different MIDI processors. There's, oh, my there's God. There's a lot to dig into. Yeah, right? I'm sure. there really there you is. Go. All right, yeah, good. We Thank you. work. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. There, yeah, good. Okay, right on. LGR <laughs> a message after show. Okay. <laughs> if you get him on, you put. I'm coming with. I'll just well, be in the background. I mean, if Ethan is in Rwanda that week, and there I need a co-host, you know, I'm, right? I'm bringing two co-hosts. I have three hosts, and no, then we we'll don't just need Terry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You know what's great? Have three hosts and then fire questions at one guest. That would be a hell of a power dynamic right there. That really would. Speaking of power dynamics, Ethan, what's your thing of the week? Nice transition, Vincent. That was the best transition. I'm telling you. Well, so my thing of the week, and if you have been following me the last week, you probably already know that this is something I'm obsessed with. But um, Oddly, uh, but yes. Yes. So my thing of the week is a rotary cutter which I've talked about before, which I absolutely love rotary cutters. So they basically are like a pizza cutter, but for crafts. So, for, mm-hmm. and I use it obviously for leather, but you can use it for fabric and everything like that. It looks like a pizza cutter and it, it cuts really well. Anyways, so I was uh, at the Make 48 event. Uh, Ulfa was a one of the sponsored brands. And so they had a ton of their products there. And I was I used one of their rotary cutters and I, I was like just blown away. I mean- <laughs> I, I don't even know. Like it was a complete game changer experience. It was so much nicer than the ones I've used before. And I love the ones I used before, which is, I, I guess that's what, you know, that's, I guess the, the point of this is how much, how impressed I was with it. Anyways. So I told them that and they were nice enough to send me one. So, you know, full disclosure, I got one for free, but this oh, no. is completely <laughs> unsponsored, nice. un- unsponsored. They, they sent it to me with no obligations or anything like that. I just really, really love this thing. So it's it's their, uh, uh, I think it's a 60. Um, 65 millimeters. The 60, 61 millimeters, right? It's a 45. Yeah, it looks really nice. It's huge. It's, it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> and so I, they sent it that. I think they sent that one t- to me because they knew I was going to be using it for leather. So like, you know, the thickness mm-hmm. would be thicker and everything like that. It is just, it's, I'm obsessed with it because it, it's one of the, you, you cut it. And you almost think it didn't work because there's no resistance. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like yeah. I, I cut yeah. something and I'm like, I, I don't think it, I don't think it, I, I must Did not have the blade. <laughs> Did on, it yeah. So anyways, it's, I'm really, really happy with it. I'm super excited about it. Uh, and if you saw my, well, so this is two days later, but uh, if you saw my post tonight, um, which is Monday night, I made a holster for it because that's mm-hmm. what I do when I have a new tool that I love. And uh, yeah, so I'm super excited about it. Uh, I just, I, it's, it, and nothing against the the brands. I won't even say the brands that I used before because I really did like them as well. This is just that yeah. much better, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's not like a, a knock on on any of the other brands because the other brands are great as well. But this is just. It's that not a knock yeah. on Ryobi to say that Festool is awesome. Exactly. Like that's yeah, kind exactly. of the way it is, right? Like I yeah. love my Ryobi tools, but if somebody were to give me a Festool drill, I'm not going to go, oh, I don't want to hurt my Ryobi's feelings. No, I mean, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not- and, and, like the, the other rotor cutters are really good as well. Like they well, are very good tools. I'll, um, and I'll make it, up the slack. I'll plug mine. I have the Fiskars one that mm-hmm. Michael sells. I love that thing. Yeah. 
when I was 16 years old, I worked for a furrier and that's how we cut all the fabric. We used a rotary cutter. It was the first time I had ever seen one. And ever since then, I've always had a rotary cutter because they are the most perfect thing, especially as I've joked in past episodes, I cannot cut using scissors. Like I have no ability to cut a straight line using scissors. Give me a rotary cutter. I'll cut, I'll cut a cube. That's how good I can cut with a rotary cutter. Like I'm awesome with a rotary cutter. So yeah, they're awesome. Ethan, have you ever uh, used a laser cutter on or on leather? No, but I know a lot of people (laughs) have. Do you want to make your home smell like a dumpster fire? (laughs) It smells like you set a dog on fire. (laughs) Personally, I would love to, uh, Bettina would, would, uh, I would not have a home. We, and it will stay in your room. Yeah. For, yeah, for the challenge, for the it's, challenge it's, we did. I need a shop. For the yes. challenge we did at the end of 2019, um, or the, the summer of 2019, um, I made, was it summer of 2019? Yeah, I think it was. Maybe the summer of 2020, whichever it was. I made the keychains. I yeah. cut them all out on the Glowforge. Was like sixty five keychains. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Something yeah, it was like, like sixty five leather keychains. I cut on the Glowforge. Wow, did my house stink for <laughs> so days bad. after that? We did that when we when we had our Glowforge in our computer office, and it's just like this is unbearable. I can't be in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, people yeah. talk about oh, I can't stand the way a s- acrylic smells. No, when you, you don't cut even it. know. Yeah, even cut close. leather. <laughs> just cut yeah. cut oh, leather once. You'll never. You will yeah. find reasons to never do it again. Like yeah. it's. I just wasn't it's... sure if Ethan, if you had any experience doing it with like a digital method first, rather no, than just no, doing it all I, by I hand. don't. I mean, it would be a huge like. I think a laser over a CNC or a 3D printer would actually be more like more beneficial to my workflow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I would need like a dedicated. Well, Ethan, you space. have a cricket. You have a cricket maker. Oh yeah, no, I totally do. Do you have the rotary cutter for it? I I do. I do. Uh, oh, and, but does it okay. work very well with leather? It sure. does. It, it works yeah. well. It, the 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 problem I have with it is that um, it work it works well. It can only do a certain amount of thickness. Yeah, yeah. it can only do like and those faux leathers too, can it? Like the no, the... It, can, it can do it can do about three ounce. I've I've used okay. it with about three ounce to bad. three and a yeah, half ounce. Yeah, but you leather. mostly use five, don't you? No, I I I actually really prefer three three to three and a half ounce oh. leather. Um, which I didn't sometimes you it's too stuff thin. That thin. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's thin, but I uh, I like it. Um, it's sometimes it's too thin. But it will cut that. But it the it it, it will dull the blade uh. pretty quickly, um, and and they're not cheap. They're I mean the blade. I mean to get yeah. it's like twenty five bucks, and it's 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 really good if you want if you're doing like one one custom piece. But if you're trying yeah. to bash things out, it's not worth it. But at the same time, I don't know the the district leather supply guys. They use it all the time for they make uh, they make um, Nike. Uh, air, air, whatever, Air Force Ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they make custom shoes and they use it to cut out those. And so they're using it all the time. So I got to talk to them to see what they're doing differently than me because it's not it ec- uh, economically, it's not worth it to use it to cut massive projects. Yeah, we don't have a Cricut maker. We have a Cricut Explorer, and I know ours will not work with that kind of thing. But that's why yeah. I just. That's why yeah. I end up using the laser and it just stinks. Yeah, no, it, it, it does. I mean, it, it does work well. It will cut. Like it's, it's. I mean, the maker will will do it with with it, but it's it the blade dulls quicker than the I'm other nice thing with. about 
I just realized though the other nice thing about the laser is you could you can basically laser cut your stitch holes too. Yeah, I mean, oh, hundred percent. Nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah, which is nice when you're lazy like me. Well, no, that's <laughs> what I mean. So me and uh, well, sorry, real quick, but me and uh, Trevor from uh, Maker Experiment, we were going to do a course at WorkbenchCon of like making making a leather wallet like from uh, you guys two are ways. stinked up that hall i, I know swear. right <laughs> i think i think he actually i think he did cut leather last time he did a he did a class last time but anyways we were going to do like uh that and like see who could make it quicker I, I mean i guarantee i could make it quicker but um but not as precise so yeah <laughs> yours will and look you, and i couldn't batch things out he could he could make multiples way faster but. yeah but yours wouldn't have any burn marks on it so You're right and you got ooh, that going for you right and i wouldn't get kicked out of the house so. <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> very true all right vincent what's your thing of the week man my thing of the week is a guy on youtube i know what a shock but my thing on the his name is um bj delong he teaches i don't know if his intention is to be a teacher or if he's just showing process and you learn from it. I know some of his videos are teaching. Some of them are just process videos. He teaches you how to do art in Procreate. And one of the things I love about his videos is he does a really good job of explaining why you do things the way you do them, Hmm. not just, hey, look, we can do this art and it's going to look cool. So I did a little blue owl, which you can see on my Instagram feed. I love that, by the way. Um, And that was he was showing his wife – I sat down to watch the video and he was like, his wife had never used procreate before. And he's like, all right, I'm going to, sh- we're going to go through this process and you've never done this. So we're going to do it together for the first time. So I'm like, well, you know what? Screw this. I went and I got my iPad and I sat there and Oh crap. Like I turned out something that was like, Whoa, I can't believe I did that. They, I don't have those moments very often when it comes to art because I'm learning everything. Mm-hmm. And I really did feel like I had really learned something. So then I started watching his other videos and he has like he has like videos on cartooning. He has videos on like doing anthropomorphized. I think I said that right. Um, like things like he has one of the most popular ones is how to do um, how to do a pair. And he basically put eyes and a mouth on a pair but it looks amazing. And he teaches you a bunch of, di- he, what I like is he definitely has a style and he teaches you a bunch of styles. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's That's just, interesting. it's not, an inc- not just his style, but like, right. It's not just yeah, yeah. his style. He's teaching like the style of the owl that I did is not his default style at all. Like it's not even close. His it's much more cartoony and exaggerated. But he also teaches you the principles of cartoon cartoon drawing, and how to get the most out of Procreate to make it look more more natural rather than looking like you did it with a computer. It's just an amazing channel. Like it's just chock full of stuff. And he's a very he's a very good teacher. And I'm I'm really excited to do more of his classes. Like they're long. They're like an hour each. So, you know, you do have to devote some time to it, but it's totally worth it. Like I learned so much from one that I was able to do a completely original one the next day, Mm -hmm. just using what I learned from that the night before. And I'm like, holy crap, why didn't I do this before I did Inktober? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I noticed? The the shading that you did on Mm -hmm. the owl, like that was a huge, I don't know. For me, I thought that was like a huge step up in your game for some reason. It's because it's one of those things that if you don't know how to do it, it'll never work. Right. But once you know how to do it and you can apply it to things, it changes everything. Yeah, like, it, it was like it looked 
like it it brought that thing the the owl to life the planet the planet yeah. that i drew also yeah. was yeah. stuff mm-hmm. that i learned from him and it's like i can't believe i'm drawing this now like you could just see the owl versus the inktober stuff like right next to each other and you go holy crap you made that much of a leap that quick right, the answer right. is yes i did because he yeah. is a great cool. teacher procreate cool. is awesome like oh I, I don't use it enough because i'm so stuck in my world of um sketchbook because mm-hmm. it's just what i've used for years but like people on tiktok have tutorials that are really quick on how to do something really cool and, and procreate it's like man i should really just like focus. bite the bullet yeah i, I, I have it i have yeah. it so like I, i've already paid for it but it's just like i haven't really dove Dedicated into it time, yeah, yeah. Bite, bite the bullet and make the move because i i actually did the same thing when they when they took away um when sketchbook kind of went out on its own and is now like this its own app. It's not owned by Autodesk anymore. And it's this whole complicated. I'm like, you know what? I already had Procreate. It's time to just shift backwards, get good at drawing. And there's a, there's so much more information on this. And now Adobe's got Fresco, which is also amazing. If you've never used Adobe Fresco, it's as good as Procreate. And it's included with Creative Cloud. And they just added a whole bunch of integrations where you can work on something in Fresco, drag it into Illustrator, then drag it into Photoshop for compositing. Like you just go one to two to three on the iPad. And it's like, whoa, this is this is pretty amazing. Like this is so yeah. Now I, I want a Fresca. Like that's <laughs> You're the one, huh? <laughs> I, I like Fresca. You do? You actually yeah. like Fresca? Yeah. You're the one. You're the you one. like Fresca too. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a diet soda boy, so that's a that's a classic. Um, the only way I've ever had Fresca and liked it was uh, wifey makes a fruit punch with it, and it's wonderful. It is absolutely <laughs> wonderful. It's one of my favorite things. It's one of the things I'm going to miss the most. Anyway, um, okay, so yeah, now that we've had therapy, let's thank the people <laughs> that make the show financially possible because we had a couple of new people this week. Believe oh, really? it or not, yeah. Awesome. So those people include Leanne and Nick from Hemlock and Hyde, Dave from Atomic Airship Works, Emily Joyce, Ed from Ed's Clocks and More, Rory from RLO Woodworks, Chris from Full Steam Designs, Jeff Stein, a.k.a. A Weird Guy, Debbie Haddock, Jerry Hyduke, Joey from JH Custom Woodcraft, Dean Duplantis, Jacob Anguiano from Native Sun Wood Art, Robert J. Keller, Scott from Dad It Yourself DIY, the one and only Grant Alexander, Tony Langer from Langer Works. By the way, someone else called Grant the one and only Grant Alexander, and it really pissed me off. And I don't know who it was. I forgot who it was, but they called him that, and it pissed me off. Anyway, um, Jacob from Other Dog Designs, Jake from IMakeJake.com, who just hit 50,000? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, fifty thousand on on YouTube. Congratulations, awesome, Jake. Man. That's amazing. Um, well Al Sh- Big Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, who will hit fifty thousand on YouTube one day when he uploads a video, and he's going to hear this, and I'm going to get grief. Um, <laughs> Justin <laughs> Ofler from Bear Maked, Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks, Adam Mackey, Maker Mackey, and the Clamp Podcast, which we mentioned multiple times tonight. Kim and Garrett, Andrew Richard from Andrew Richard Makes, Kellen Hazlip from Kellen Makes. And the new people, David from Southern Style DIY and Jeff uh-huh. from the Weekend DIYer. So thank you guys for joining. We really appreciate oh, those it. guys. Yeah, awesome. yeah, I yeah. like Southern Style DIY. Yeah, yeah he's, he, a, he's, he's a cool guy. super nice guy. Yeah, yeah he's one of the nicest people. He seriously is. Yep, I've met. He's what he's one of the first people I met. Like at, at the Con. the first year at WorkbenchCon. Yeah, uh, I mean. Yeah, he's awesome. I didn't even know we were on his radar, and then I just got a notification that he became a member, and I'm like, oh, well, that's hell. awesome. Yeah, so no, he's yeah. awesome. Thanks, everybody. If you can, uh, thank you for financially supporting the podcast. We really appreciate it. If you can't afford to financially support the podcast, hey, that's cool too. Share it, write a review, tell someone about it, because everything you do to help the podcast 
helps us grow and keep going and bringing you great content and great guests. And when we don't have great content and have great guests, it's still me and Ethan. So you still get at least us, but sorry. Um, yeah, thank, thanks for, I mean, I, I, it still blows my mind that, you know, we started doing, we started doing this as far as, um, buy me a coffee. We started doing this back in January and I never thought that, I never thought that anyone would actually contribute and the list just keeps growing every it's week. Amazing. And it's, it's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <Yeah. laughs> I don't, I hardly know what to say because I can't believe anyone wants to pay us to hear us talk, but Hey, you want to pay us? We're here to make that money. So Every thank you. Every time someone joins us on Patreon, I feel the same. Right, way. right, right. <laughs> like, totally. People want to. Did you ever think like I could phone it in, but I can't because people are now paying for this? Right, like, right. It like, also it. It, like, it puts a little pressure on. <laughs> right, it, it oh, does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does, and it's not that I want to phone it in. It's just that you you realize there's that pressure. No, and you, you, it's not that you would. You right. It's just exactly. like it's like a weird feeling of you, like now I you can't. know you can't right. <laughs> yeah. you, it's not optional anymore. Right, you have to right. bring it. So yep. I appreciate it. I know Ethan appreciates mm-hmm. it, and we do hope that we do manage to bring it every week for you guys. And we really do appreciate all the support over the years. Nicole and Turi, you survived. Hey, we did it. You did you it. Did it. I, you did, did it. it. I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe how fast this went. Like I'm looking yeah. at the timer it's and been... I'm like, it's an hour forty three already. Yeah, yeah it was really because fun. we're just such nice people. Such <laughs> it's, it's I, so you know easy what? to talk people? to. Oh my god, I know. I'm just gonna say this. I'm just wow. gonna say this. I freaking knew y'all would be nice. And and that's <laughs> yeah. why you've been on the mental list. And I'm so glad you joined the Discord because sometimes I'll sit there going, who the hell am I going to ask to be on the show this week? Like, who am I going to ask in the next couple of weeks? And you joined us like, oh, this is going to be easy because now I have a captive audience. So it's great. I can just... <laughs> So put us on the spot. Yeah. And I really do appreciate you um, saying you'd come on because we, we really did have a great time talking to you. Um, And I am going to hit you, hit you guys up for that TikTok advice. Anytime. And I hope to see you at workbench con. uh, I know. Yeah, definitely. It's um, Ethan. The advice is basically going to be play music, dance and point to words. Absolutely, You do not need to do any of that. Do not. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, you don't need to show your face. Just show the leather. Oh, well, then I'm definitely into TikTok because yeah, that's yeah. my yeah, least Ethan, favorite part about it. Ju- yeah, you don't need to do any of it. No yeah, one Ethan. cares about you. They just want to <laughs> see what you're making. It's great. This is All right. That sounds like the platform for me. Yeah, I got you, man. Just hit the <laughs> message. What's, you hear what she's saying, Ethan? She's saying, just show the leather. Leather wink, daddy. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> Leather daddy Carter. <laughs> I wish I didn't make all the graphics for this week's episode, or that would have been the title of this yep, episode. No, I'm glad you did. Yep. I hope that Did's- dies tonight my Photoshop you have skills, no idea how much i hope this dies tonight. my photoshop <laughs> skills would have been put to f- the fullest extent of their ability to make you a know what is ironic though i actually saw uh i think i was i was i'm trying to figure out and anyone that has any ideas i'm trying to figure out like my family uh christmas gifts every year <laughs> i do like a batch job mm-hmm. and so i was on pinterest as tr- on pinterest trying to uh like weather or no like holiday gift ideas or something like that and there was an ornament of, um, what's the name from, um, what's the show? Tobias. Yeah, Tobias. Mm-hmm. Um, as <laughs> the leather daddy, it was an ornament. It was laser cut in his, like, it was, and he had, oh, it's so gross. So anyways, yes. So I'm, I now need to make you something when I see you. <laughs> I, so. Yeah, we're going to have to have yeah. a fun. We're going to have to. This is going to be, this is going to be really cringy. All right. Anyways, yeah. Vincent, <laughs> close out the show. Oh, how okay. can we find? How can we find? 
Um, Nicole and Terry's links will all be in the show notes and we do really highly recommend you go check them out because they do have one of my favorite YouTube channels. They've been one of my favorite mm-hmm. YouTube channels for quite a while now. So yeah, if and then I'm tell telling all your you, friends, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Tell yeah. everyone, go subscribe. If I'm telling you it's a great YouTube channel, it's a great YouTube channel. There you go. I am the authoritative voice on what's good <laughs> on YouTube and you have no right to disagree with me. But you know what else is good? Coming back next week. And that's exactly what we're going to do because we do have a guest scheduled for next week. Hopefully a guest scheduled for the week after. I'm really, really not loving being down to the wire. And I'm not going to tell you who it is, but most of you all have figured it out already. I've already heard. But if you haven't figured it out, take a guess at who I'd be the most excited to have on the podcast. And that's it's me again. It's <laughs> right. It's Nicole and Terry. They're coming back. Really? They're just going to host the podcast. Ethan and I yeah. are going to take the week off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, have a great week, everybody, and we will see you then. 